0: Yo, I'm just waking up, uh, well I'm just getting out of bed per se, seeing this racial nickel shit, and I had to pine, because what else would I be doing right now? Um yo, this is the funniest shit. Um so <laughs> So we had a situation right now. I'ma cut this in half so I can basically get my ad read out and make money off the ad read. But um for the first half of this segment, I'm just gonna talk about how fucking funny it is. That this woman has the opinions, the fucking guard had the opinions that she had at times she had it. So just quickly summarize, because I know like not everybody's a fucking internet nerd like me. Essentially, I'm pulling the article so I can like because I know white people you like say one shit wrong about some racist shit that a person said in totality. You get one detail wrong, it's like, oh he's a fucking lying piece of shit, black fucking idiot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, read it as verbatim as possible while also summarizing. In comments still rippling through the network, the reporter Rachel Nichols, who is white, said Maria Taylor, who is black, earned the job to host the 2020 NBA Finals uh, coverage because ESPN was feeling pressure on diversity. Quotes around the feeling pressure part. All right, so let's scroll down, try to get to the most important parts here. Um, they, they being Jalen Rose, Adrian Wojnowski, and Jay Williams, who pretty much is the Jay, the NBA Countdown um, team. They were object- objecting to a production edict from executives that they believed was issued to benefit asylum reporter and fellow star, Rachel Nichols. Despite comments she had made, suggesting that, most, uh, that the host of NBA Countdown, Maria Taylor, had gotten that job because she is black, uh, Nichols is white. And after that, essentially, this I think this call essentially leaked, leaked from uh, Nichols. It made the rounds back then, which I guess about a year ago now. And then Jimmy Pitaro, ESPN's president, had several phone conversations while at a family event to try to help smooth things over. Uh, Some of those saw the initial maneuvers and signs that were favoring Nicholas despite a backdrop of criticism for employees who had complained that the Sports Network had long potential problems with racism. Uh, it didn't, it didn't uh, discipline her. And uh, the quote, here, here's like a, a piece of quote from Nichols's call, which is on the internet, apparently. The phone call is on the internet. Um, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football, she covers basketball, said in July 2020, so a year. If you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure about your crappy long time in diversity, which by the way I know personally from the female side of it, <laughs> like go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You're not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. This is the funniest shit, dude. The intersectionality nonsense, which I've preached about I think on here before, and especially in real life. The fucking the female oppression outweighing the white female oppression outweighing the oppression of black women and black people in general is always the funniest shit because it always pops up time and time again and then they always are going to have white people co-sign black people's plights black women's plights especially and they're keep on doing that shit and minorities are keep on eating that shit up as if it's a sign of fucking actual duality and and, and <laughs> a combination of a team effort. Like it it literally like it would be impudent of me to not act as if on some level minorities need white people to get their point across when it comes to most movements just because they're the majority right like you kind of need their intake their input on some level and a lot of times especially nowadays actually probably more nowadays than before you're getting some level of white women involvement but in so many instances, I see that it's almost opinion-shattering. I just see this half ass woke-tivism, shout out to Andrew Schultz. Or I see, like, a fucking a pat on the back for some m- small milestone. And then after getting a pat on the back, the white woman wants an even bigger round of applause because she's true to face the movement. It's just like black... Uh, My is Black Bill Burr, but the white Bill Burr, um, it's what he said at SNL. Like, they want to be on the videos. They want to, they're the face of the fucking minority women movement. White women don't need that. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you, white women don't need a movement right now. They had their movement for fucking 70 fucking years. Like, it's, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why they would need it. I see why black people need... Like, if you want to talk about assault, then okay, that's one thing. But just the overall, like, plight, like, of... of... Okay, so you're trying to equal to the white man. The white man's ahead of everybody else in the fucking... Co- the universe! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're trying to be number one in the universe, too! How about we get the black women and the Hispanic women to, like... Equal to, like... I don't know, number three or four in the, in the country. Before we talk about equaling white women to number one in the universe... I, I think that one side needs a little bit more than the other. That's, that's, that's just my thought process. In terms of, like, pay and all that shit, I think black women need a little bit more. Uh, in terms of respect, obviously, if you look at this fucking example, I think black women need that a lot more in the fucking media and similar professionals as, similar professions as white women. But going back to my article and get off my fucking soapbox... Um, whether or not, oh yeah, because Maria Taylor's uh, uh, contract. So ESPN has been trying, to often failing, to deal with the scandal for months. But a fast approaching deadline has forced the network to show at least some of his cards. Taylor's contract expires in the NBA Finals, which start on Tuesday between the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Yet a few substantive steps have been taken forward as a new deal, even though Pitaro has identified Taylor as one of ESPN's rising stars. So essentially, there's a lot more to this, but in essence, what I understand. As what I understand, Maria Taylor was going to be one of the Nets chopping like blocks for uh, saving costs. Like before this happened, like I've, I've been following it a little bit in the past few days. Um, Maria Taylor's gonna be one of, like the Nets' big dominoes to fall. point. Of point. I mean, I don't want to talk about any human being like that, but like ESPN has pretty much been had their knuckles wrapped by the proverbial ruler that is possessed by Mickey Mouse. Disney has been trying to cut costs to ESPN on every level. Um, COVID kind of accelerated that, but as you've seen in the past few years, they've been trying to cut people that are major uh, expenditures and then trying to pretty much... Uh, what's the one I'm looking for? Pretty much just give the biggest stars more money to do way more tasks i.e. Stephen A. Smith doing, like, soccer and hockey when they had actual hockey and soccer teams in the past. Uh, And, you know, sometimes I try to hire, like, cheap, like, labor, basically, like, fresh out of internships or journalist school people to kind of fill in the slots. But for the most part, people that really have been beloved on the network have been getting cut for a while. Um, Or pretty much forced out, like with Kenny May. Like, either you take this almost, like, 50% or more, uh, reduction or you're getting to kick the fuck out of it so yeah that's pretty much how it's been going for a minute now when i look at this half of my well hold on, let me take the break so i could add read off because a lot of this this might be funnier so i gotta monetize the content So now I'm just looking at tweets. Because, I mean, this this Rachel Nichols character has been a piece of shit for a while. And, like, she kind of reverberates some of that, that woke feminist, like, like, not, not like, like there's nothing wrong being a feminist, right? But, like, the the far out, like, spectrum. because so, I mean, there's a far out for everything. And being a feminist is not, like, absolving of that, right? Like, that woke out one that really just gets, like, Kind of shit on, but like most in the middle thinking people, like people are just like, why are these people so mad all the time? the in the middle, normal human beings. The way they look at those, as they, I don't want to use that term because I know people are gonna automatically conflate me with being a fucking, I, I guess a, um a misogynist for using it. But the feminazi's essentially those far out feminists. The shit that some of them do that just like screams like I don't really give a fuck about any kind of political. Activity. I just kinda of want to embolden my stance on life and give my opinion as loud well as possible. Not really to try to even fight for a real movement per se, but just try to enrich in their own experience in life. Rachel Nichols, in, in a nutshell. Here's some uh things that she did. I'm looking at Twitter right now. Uh brought up D. Rose's rape allegations, now if you had fifty. Those were quite prominent in the news, I believe about a handful of months before he did this in, I think, early 2019, if I want to say, uh, for Minnesota. But I mean, like, there's a certain level of, like, judge, jury, and executioner that I think is supposed to be had and separated. Well, supposed to be separated, not had. Separated as a professional. And it seems to me to be rather unprofessional to be a journalist, uh, to be someone whose opinion is supposed to have, like, value and merit as far as the basketball community goes. And you say, oh, well, it's my position now to be the the sheriff, the one who shoots this motherfucker down. Like, there's a place and time to do that. Like, you have literally your own platform every day to go after Derek like that, and you had the time when allegations broke to go after Derek like that. But to do it in that position just screams like overstepping your boundaries. And I wouldn't necessarily say that if ESPN had pivoted itself as a platform that's open to social commentary. But unfortunately, ESPN did everything in its power for two, three years to not, to to be a very opposite of that. To smack motherfuckers down whenever they tried to give that opinion. Except, instead of being on topics that some people may consider appropriate. It was on the Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. So, I think it just screams, you know, a bit of hypocrisy when one person, a relatively pretty youthful relativity again white face can say what she wants to say on air but someone like even Stephen A. Smith was talking about Black Lives Matter movement like out like off script you know usually ESPN if they talk about they allow racial talks it's going to be scripted and very safe he went off script and he got fucking reprimanded for that shit because white NFL fans was like fuck it, Stephen A. Smith this motherfucker fired a few years back um, so they wrote him in Ask Dame if he felt bad for being the Lakers on Kobe night. She did do that. Said Kobe should win MVP because of Kobe's death. I didn't know that about that. And now it's saying Maria Taylor's working funds because of her race. You know, you can kind of see an a underlying trend there if you really, uh, really look at it. Um, Paul Pierce got fired. Yeah, he did. Uh, Paul Pierce did get fired uh, just for having strippers in his own abode. Was she probably had some clauses that where he would get fired for doing some shit like that. But I mean, come on, man. Uh, yeah. ESPN talking about dead kid, dead kids, dead parents on draft night, absent parents. Uh, that's some shit they do often. They're just very weirdo people. Additionally, as Tim Duncan about LeBron, for some reason, the hall of fame interview lied about her voting record while her supporters rose Maria Taylor for not voting for AD in all NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't give Curry Phones MVP vote because of what LeBron said. <laughs> oh man. Um I mean, again, like I'm just reading these these tweets. The D Rose thing, like in a vacuum, is not wrong. But it's just you gotta look at the platform and the history of who she's working for. I could see if they allow for that shit for other instances. They just do not. And now, I mean, it's going to be... different. people are going to bring up the Chauncey Billups shit while listening to this. Now it's a little bit different because Chauncey Billups is coming out in a situation into which... Speaking about Me Too things and then kind of more left-leaning topics has been... I guess ESPN's counterpunch for like about a year now. Like, they've pretty much pushed for that content now. So, as with many networks, ESPN moves in the direction of where money is made. The NFL was pretty much pushing their dicks on the ESPN quite heavily, no Louis C. K. Um and money was more to be made to go pretty much straight in the middle, no way or the other, if not being safer towards the right side than the left. But once that became not cool, ESPN went more left and was pushing for knee kneeling and all that shit. And this was some of the same personalities that I was just trying to avoid speaking about that at all. If not having more of a, a left-leaning opinion in twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, that went full out, you know, oh well, maybe just we focus on sports when uh, Goodell was like slapping ESPN up. So it's like, it's just so such major fucking hypocrisy. Yeah, that's just as far as the tweets go, but from what else I see here, dude, I, I just think that Rachel has been the um the preeminent sign of kind of I think being the the, the champion, the golden white I guess the golden girl here. The golden girl, the one that went and survived all these other cuts, the that's been, I guess, pretty much tasked with a little bit more. Basically to a small degree of Stephen A. Smith. When uh, lay- layoffs were happening, and she kind of just had the big ass head. And when you really have this situation, dude, it's hard to cut somebody like that off. Like, for me, being an Auburn fan, dog, I'm looking at um, Bo Nitz, bro. Someone who woefully underperformed after being handed an opportunity he didn't deserve, or at least didn't seem to completely earn, and certainly didn't seem to earn during the midst of the games that was being played. Once you get to a situation like that, dude, it's hard to cut that motherfucker off. In 2020, dude, they couldn't bench Bo. Bo was bigger than fucking Gus. As you can see, Bo is still keeping his job, and Gus is at UCF now. Bo Niss was bigger than the head coach. He was pretty much insolvable. insolvable. Like, what you do in chemistry? Insolvable? Uh, He couldn't be taken out because he chased at the competition. Uh, Joey Gatewood left us being treated like a fucking... An idiot by the head coach, and Malik Willis left because he's gonna be probably third string in the competition. Malik Willis is not about to be a potential Heisman finalist. Um, go figure. And then you have other quarterbacks either leave or basically you're just filling in scholarships with fucking bombs because you can't find other quarterbacks to take in that, that mantle of being a backup to a fucking bum. That's what you get, dude. You get a depth chart of bombs. And then a starter that has that can be as ass as possible and basically be protected from any kind of actual reprimanding because you can't afford to have him fucking go crazy and you end up being fucking terrible completely. I mean, he's not the worst quarterback ever, but he's he fucking sucked. I don't know what else to say. He's fucking bad, I thought. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that's it for me on this opinion. For the most part, what I see happening with this because I think that ESPN's hand is still in some way forced. Cause I mean, Rachel Nick. I mean, not Rachel Nichols, but Maria Taylor was looking for like $5 million plus type money. Like, she wanted a bag. And when you think about what she does as far as just being a face, she wants, pretty much wants to be like the kind of Robin, what's her name, Robin Robbins? Is that her name? Robin Roberts? Uh, she pretty much wanted to be like that kind of almost transcendent figure that, like, does sports and does the good times or a good morning America and, you know, like, a zeitgeist figure. And, A, I don't think Maria Taylor is that good. Like, I, I think she's pretty. She's tall, which is two of my big things. And she has good chemistry. But, like, she is not on any real level, like, very entertaining. She doesn't really leave any lasting impression after the fucking commercial is over with and just like, oh, now we're back to basketball. It's pretty much how ESPN pivots. I mean, it's pretty much just like thirty seconds of content and five minutes of advertisements, and then you get back to the game. But I've watched Maria Taylor in a myriad of of avenues on ESPN. I've never like had any lasting impression of her being like a good commentator or or moderator. Really, just she's just there, you know. And I wouldn't give her five million. I don't know what you would give her at this moment, like as a compromise, three point five million, four million. I'm not sure, but it's going to be really tough them to do what they have to do because I really don't think they can afford to fit her in and fit Rachel Nichols in. And they pretty much can't fire Rachel Nichols, I would imagine, because of the simple fact that if they could have, they would have. But also, there's got to be some kind of, like, union rule or some kind of loophole in her contract where she basically can't be fired for, like, a... Not necessarily an allegation because it's on wax, but, like, I don't think this is concrete enough to, like, fire her with reasonable clause. Reasonable cause. and I don't think Disney would allow ESPN to follow her, fire her, and still be paying her. Like they'd have to fucking get their money's worth out of having her employed at all. So they're still between a rock and a hard place. I don't think Maria is worth five million, and I don't think they should have Rachel Nichols on anymore. It's gonna be very fucking tough to hack. I mean, if you had them pantomiming leaving, and this is behind the, behind the scenes, so there's no like imprint of being woke or trying to appeal to the masses. Like, this is them making a decision before it's even leaked. That they didn't want to come onto that show. They thought about, like, just ditching. You have a really, really bad scenario that could occur when players start reading these articles and realize that... And even KD... Hold up. let me let me pull it because I saw Kevin Durant uh, tweet about it. Players are starting to notice this shit now. And you... I mean, player involvement is a pretty massive part of ESPN's fucking um here. So if you have a situation to which players are actively shitting on Countdown, like as a whole, like not just a few bad apples like Kyrie or KD, which I support what they're saying. I fucked up ESPN media, but bad apples in just a, um, you know, individualist sense. If you have like an entire sports media just be like, fuck these niggas, <laughs> fuck ESPN, that's not a good look. Especially for a losing product. ESPN's a losing product right now. They are bleeding money, not because of fucking woke-vism or, or shitting on um, the wishes of fucking MAGA pieces of fucking garbage, but they just are simply they simply went too deep into the ball the bullpen back in mid twenty tens when it was clear cable was going one way and they were going the other. They fucked up back then. They just had bad business practices that were not future proof. They're going to keep on losing money because they sell some pretty big inflated personalities that have a lot of coverage. They have a lot of networks. They have a lot of time they have to fill in. It's 24-hour news coverage now. And they don't have 24-hour news. They don't have a good opinion on 24-hour anything. So it's just... It's a losing product. It's a sinking ship. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me find uh, Kevin Durant's... Kevin Durant's shit. I think it was a like. Wasn't a like? Let's see. Uh, it's just Kevin Durant currently liking, <laughs> liking people saying "fuck the NBA" after he signed to um, to Golden State. <laughs> that's that's Kevin Durant shitting on somebody, but unfortunately, the rights of Nicholas comment did not pop up on his t- platform. But yeah, anyway, the, the tweet I saw, which he might have unliked it by now. I don't know what happened with it. But essentially, all it was saying was um, it was somebody saying that Rachel Nichols was one of the first ones to. Oh, here it is. I don't want to misquote. Rachel Nichols always treated basketball like some weird storybook shit. as one of the sole proprietors of media media taking talking about hoops in an exclusively narrative basis. Rest in Piss Bozo. Well, there you go. That's... Kevin Durant is going to be anti-media. But once other people start feeling that that vibe from her... Because a lot of people in the NBA don't seem to give a fuck about one way or the other. about the really bad NBA coverage. And it's really bad. Like, if you look at other sports, NBA coverage is fucking horrendous. But... A lot of a lot of players don't really seem to give much of a fuck one way or the other. We just need the time... We just need the... I think, honestly, if you can have Richard Nichols down the pipe... And then have other other really bad commentators potentially also get the guillotine. This could be a really transformative moment. Rachel Nichols', Rachel Nichols sacrifice can really help the uh, coverage of this sport become way fucking better. And I hope it does. That's it for me. I know I've been talking for a hot-ass minute. But this is just a very interesting topic to me. Hope y'all you enjoy your day. Um, I probably won't. I won't be doing shit for July 4th. But that's because I am in my uh, my college town. Away from family. Away from anybody. But don't let my depressing tale keep you guys from fucking getting lit. uh, Snorting something off a of fucking firework. Whatever you plan on doing tonight. And just have fun, bro. Peace.